Welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. Come on, bless the Lord in here. Bless the Lord in here. If Jesus has changed your life, if Jesus has changed your life, if he picked you up and he turned you around, place your feet on solid ground that I need to prove the devil wrong. Open up your mouth, clap those hands, and give God your best praise. Why? This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. He has done great things for me. Praise the Lord. Stand with me, stand with me, stand with me, stand with me, stand with me. Grab somebody by the hand. Grab somebody by the hand. Listen, listen, listen. I come into his courts with thanksgiving. I come into his gates with praise. Why? Because God's been too good to me. Uh, Every head bow. Let's pray. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. It's once more and again a few of your humble servants have come into this sacred space called Pleasant Grove to say thank you. Thank you for a new day's dawning. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. The good news is that although we can't dot every I or cross every T, you still look at the intent of our heart. So God, receive our worship on today. Receive our praise on today and remind us there is no secret to what my God can do, what he's done for others, uh, he'll do the same, if not more for you. Finally, Father God, it is my humble prayer, God, that you would bless the hand that I'm holding, touch the life that I'm touching, uh, remind them that you are still with them every step of the way. God, I thank you, and I bless your name. Now, God, take these weak, feeble, mundane, ordinary words of mine, breathe life to them, Father God, and make them thine. God, you get all the glory. We'll be satisfied with the blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Release that hand and give God a hand clap of praise in this house. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated in the house on today. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this sacred space uh, called the Pleasant Grove Church. Don't you know God continues to do wonderful and magnificent things in this place? Aren't you glad to be in God's house just one more time? Amen. I thank God, I thank God as Deacon Dixon talked about uh, such a wonderful time we had over this past weekend. I'm grateful for the hospitality. I'm grateful for the love. I'm grateful for the conversations uh, that we had. And I know God is uh, perfect in all of God's timing. I know God is perfect in all of God's timing. And here we are to culminate the weekend on Sunday morning knowing that God can do anything but fail. God can do anything but fail. And so I thank you, Deacon Dixon, uh, for uh, that, that introduction. One thing, though, I uh, forgot to mention, I am a proud graduate of Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. Amen. I need, 
and I know I'm in North Carolina, so all my HBCU grads, just wave back at me, amen. All my HBCU grads, glad to have you in the house. Uh, and, and so, as he mentioned, uh, I have been blessed uh, to have with me my fiance. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God she has been uh, the moonlight in my life. She's been the sunrise on those cloudy days. Amen. I'm in the south, so she's been the sugar in my grits. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. She's a proud graduate of the Winston-Salem State University. I call her my relationship manager. Amen. And so I thank God that, as they said, on uh, Saturday, October the 14th, 2023, at 2 p.m. in the afternoon at the Galilee Missionary Baptist Church, I'm be so glad to be wed to the one and the only Lady Theandra Victoria Lewis. Won't you bless God for her on this morning? Beloved, I thank God, I thank God, uh, I thank God for your pastor, Pastor Classy Preston, uh, innovative, groundbreaking, history-making, and for the last 25 years, she's been impacting lives, she's been killing demons, and she has been setting high the bar of ministry here in this sacred space called Pleasant Grove Church. Won't you do me a favor? Won't you stand all over this great house and bless God for your pastor, Pastor Classy Preston? Won't you bless God for her? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I thank God. I thank God. I thank God for all who serve in this sacred space. Uh, I thank God. Uh, we've been blessed in worship this morning. Amen. Uh, disciple Derek and all the musicians. Amen. Disciple Connie and, and this choir, hallelujah, amen. I almost, I almost want to join the choir, amen. Y'all sing so good, amen. But I'm grateful, I'm grateful that uh, Pleasant Grove is a church uh, full of families and a church full of generations, amen. Uh, I just heard a baby cry. Let me tell you something, if your church does not have babies in it, something wrong. And I'm so glad that our baby's crying because a baby crying in the church means there is a future for the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And so I also thank God for, for the elders in the village. Uh, they introduced me to Sister Margaret at 96 years young. Amen. 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 Well, beloved, it's time for the word. It's time for the word. Amen. Uh, I'm just going to read one line in your hearing. You already heard the entire verse. I'm at Psalm 30. Psalm 30. And I thank God for that one line uh, that declares in the New King James Version that you all know, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. If you ain't too shy, lean over to your neighbor and shout, neighbor. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Disciples, every now and then, I need God to switch things up for me in my life. I'm not talking about when things become monotonous or boring. I need God to show me what I'm doing is not done in vain. I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time spinning my wheels or simply going through the motions in life. But I need to know God hears my prayers. I need to know God receives my worship. Here it is. One of the worst feelings is when you talk and no one listens. 
Well, one way, one way God shows me he's listening is when he gives me a new day. A new day means new opportunity. A new day means uh, you have a chance to complete what yesterday left undone. I don't want any of us uh, to take for granted a new day, a new Sunday, or even a new week. This is why I come to thank God for the term good morning. Oh, yeah, y'all, good morning reminds me yesterday is officially over and my new day of hope, my new day of peace, my new day of advancement begins right now. So today, give yourself permission to say good morning. It puts us in position, beloved, to allow ourselves to let go of our yesterdays, let go of our regrets, let go of our shortcomings, and properly move into a season that is different from the one we came out of. And let me come get you early in the sermon. This word is so important that you got to get that thing first thing in the morning. Before you get your coffee, before you go out to brunch, before you get to tea time, what God got for you is so important that you need it in the morning. Shout back at me, say in the morning. See, I know I got some folk in the house who can testify that you prayed long enough and you're looking for an answer from God. You trying to be patient, but you need God to answer you in the morning. You tossed and you turned. You waited for a change. You got even a little frustrated with God, and now you can't wait a minute further. You tried to be your best sanctified self. You held your tongue. You prayed as much as possible, and now it's time for you to take charge of your atmosphere. So I'm declaring all over Pleasant Grove, it's a good morning. See, I need to heal, so it's going to be a good morning. I need to recover, so it's time for a good morning. I got to let go of my past and walk into the future God got for me. So it's a good morning. It's a day to start over. It's a time of new beginnings. It's a moment I will take advantage of. No matter how challenging my yesterday was, I thank God that right now I got a good morning. If you're feeling me early in the sermon, wave back at me and shout good morning and so and so y'all here's the text here's the text uh when i look at david's book psalm i see how he found himself in the position where he had to declare deacon dixon good morning it was based on y'all his situation and his atmosphere let me help you david was going through in his life it was one thing after another Folk around him was getting on his last sanctified nerve, and then he was fighting within himself. Let me come get you. It's bad enough I got to fight with folk to my left and to my right. It's bad enough I got to fight with folk in my neighborhood and at my job. But who can be honest with Pastor Whipple on this morning that the biggest fight, the biggest battle is within myself. Shucks now. It's just me, myself, and I. What we got to understand in the background of the text is that during David's time of spiritual reflection, David found himself in a bad space mentally. He was at a point where he was tired of encouraging everybody else. His inner circle was not being helpful. The group text was being critical. There was too much stress around him. 
And when you're at the end of your rope, you can't think of any songs to sing. You don't know any scriptures to quote. You just need God to move, and you need God to move right now. And please, don't get all churchy on me and ask me if I'm fine. No, brother, I'm not fine. No, sister, I don't feel blessed and highly favored. Yes, I may complain. I'm balanced up on the inside, and I'm in a bad space mentally. But the good news is, although David was in a bad space mentally, he pushed to get out of it. I don't care uh -huh, what you get yourself into. Don't you know God can help you get out of it? I, I know David sinned against God. I know folk didn't like him. I know what he was in pain, but he still pushed for a good morning. Let me give you these old school three points. We're going to shout for a good morning. In order for David to push for a good morning, uh, he had to wake up. Uh, somebody shout, wake up. wake up. Now, 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 when I say wake up, I'm not talking about waking up physically. I'm talking about waking up mentally and spiritually. In the top of verse 5, David realizes that whatever wrong he did against God will not be held over his head. The text said, his anger is but for a moment. God's anger toward you, toward what you did wrong, won't last long. And the reason why we have to turn the page, Pleasant Grove, get out of this season, even on the other side of the pandemic, is because we must stop blaming ourselves when God has already forgiven us. <sighs> Here it is. God is calling us to be spiritually mature, and that means to forgive yourself since God already forgave you. Forgiveness not only means you accept your own apology, but it means you won't ever do it again. If that means erasing a few phone numbers, if that means finding a new route home from work, if that means not checking other folks' social media pages, if that means hiding money from yourself to keep you from sinning again, I got to do what I got to do to make sure I don't do that sin again. Y'all getting real quiet in this church this morning. I've been through too much to go back to what God delivered me from. I can't go through that again. Somebody shout, I know that's right. After, after David is forgiven, he walks and wakes up to the blessing that he has favor. Somebody shout favor. favor. All right, all right. Favor, favor is when, is when you get what you get undeserved and unwarranted. Undeserved and unwarranted. Other folk may not like it, but it's not your choice. Uh, you got favor. Huh? And the part I like, beloved, uh, I really like about favor is that favor uh, is not seasonal. Some folk are seasonal. Oh, yeah, they real wishy-washy. Huh? But don't you know God's favor uh, is for your lifetime? Uh, and so, disciples of Pleasant Grove, uh, this is the conclusion I made in the text. Uh, if God uh, has all of this waiting for you uh, at the top of the day, uh, he got his forgiveness, uh, he got his favor. Huh? Why do many of us still sulk uh, in the pains and worries of yesterday? Because huh? it's time to wake up. Uh, a new day is here. 
clear uh, and is dressed with favor, uh, I got to wake up. Uh, God has prepared a day of promise uh, and reconciliation. Uh, I got to wake up. Uh, yesterday is gone, uh, and you got another chance to get it right. Uh, it's time to wake up. Uh, God forgave me. Uh, now I got to forgive myself. Uh, it's time to wake up. Uh, I don't have to say, make the same mistakes uh, over and over again because uh, God loves me in spite of me. Uh, baby, uh, I got to wake up. Uh, good morning, y'all. Uh, now wake up. Next, now, now, in order, in order for him to push toward good morning, David, I know he had to wake up, but then he had to get up. Somebody shout, get up. Yeah. The middle of verse number five. There's a term many of us overlook. We see weeping. We see the term night. But unfortunately, Pastor Preston, we ignore the word endure. See, in order for us to get up, here it is, y'all, we got to endure. Truth is, we really don't want to endure. We want the favor without the accountability. We want the blessings, but we, want the, we don't want the burden. But I'm discovering, beloved, in my 41 years of life, the blessing is comes in my enduring. When I endure, people of God, I now have spiritual knowledge needed to get through my tough times. My endurance uh, helped me to get up. Uh, if you know what it means to be cold, if it know, you know what it means to be hungry, if you know what it means to be without, it only takes you one good time to tell yourself uh, that you will do everything in your power uh, never to get to that place again. Uh, the question is, uh, when you get to that understanding, uh, what you're going to do? with it? Huh? Will you sit on the sidelines and wait for God to do something or are you going to get up and move uh, toward your God? Huh? Oh shucks y'all, let me put it like this now. Uh, the late great Reverend Dr. Marvis Proctor May Sr., former pastor of the Macedonia Baptist Church in Baltimore City, told the story of a man uh, sitting on a tack, uh, squirming in pain. Here's his story y'all, every time he sat down on his backside he was confronted with the pain presented to him by the tack. As he sat down on that tack, as he sat, a teacher came by and declared, I know why that tack is hurting you, young man. You don't have enough education. But don't you know the man was still sitting on the tack, sitting in pain. A preacher came by and said, I know why that tack is hurting you. You don't pray enough and you don't pay your tithe. But don't you know the man is still sitting on the tack, sitting in pain. Well, then y'all, a social worker came by and said, I know why that tack is hurting you. You grew up on the wrong side of town. Ain't no resources over there. But don't you know that man is still sitting on the tack, sitting in pain? Uh, but then y'all, here it is. A little girl came by and said, sir, uh, you know what your problem is? Uh, you just need to get up. Uh, oh, beloved, it's time to get up. Uh, now is not the time to allow others to guess what's wrong with you, uh, especially if they're not helping you. Uh, don't continue to sit on the pain. Don't allow yourself to continue to be burdened by yesterday's soreness. But in the name of Jesus, you got to get up. Folk who endure, don't just sit there. Yet they learn their lessons. They got some bumps and some bruises. They got some wisdom, but they got some scars they can declare. I got to get up. Today I'm getting up, Pleasant Grove. I'm getting up. Divorce won't stop you. You got to get up. Bankruptcy 
pregnancy won't stop you. You got to get up. Trauma won't stop you. You got to get up. Debt won't stop you. You got to get up. I got too much goodness facing me. I got to get up. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. You might as well slap out with two people and shout, get up, get up, get up, get up. All right, all right. Be seated, please. Be seated, please. You're making your neighbor nervous. So, so David pressed for a good morning when he could wake up. Somebody shout, wake up. And then he could get up. Somebody shout, good up. But finally, it's a good morning when we can move on. Tell your neighbor, move on. If you're watching online, type in them comments, move on, move on, move on. The final focus of verse, of this focus verse. The one everybody knows. We declare weeping indoors for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Let me break this thing down. A disciple Dirk, I'm going to shout all over this sanctuary. Uh, the, lesson, the lesson in this verse comes in the power of releasing your tears. Disciples understand there is a process for moving on in your life. And it starts... With your tears. Dr. Barbara Whipple explains how your tears or the act of crying in your body is a physical release of what's keeping you emotionally hostage. One more time for my note takers. It is a physical release of what's keeping you emotionally hostage. She explains that many of us cry or weep as a result of coming to the conclusion that we've done all that we can do and now it's out of our hands. Therefore, weeping does not mean you are weak. Weeping simply means you've run out of options that are humanly possible. It's when you cry, not out of anger, but out of frustration. You cry when you can't catch a break. You cry cry when every door shuts in your face. You cry when every relationship leaves you broken. You cry when it seems like everybody is succeeding and you're struggling. You're not mad. You're not angry. You're just frustrated. And if you're honest this morning, you're tired of crying. The frustration seems unbearable. Tired of the stress. Tired of the drama. And your prayer is, Lord, take these tears away. Way. I know you want to stop crying, but you got to understand your tears mean you may have reached your limit, but I'm so glad my God has not reached his. Your tears mean it's out of your control, and that's all God needed to know in order to bless you. It'll take your tears to get God's attention. Your tears reveal how you feel you really feel. You can't put up a front when the tears come down your face. My tears uh, release what's going on in my life, uh, and I'm going to give it unto God, uh, and I'm going to leave it there. Uh, my tears say, uh, I can't fake this thing. Uh, I want the healing to begin, uh, but it starts with my tears. And so there's weeping. The text says, it's only for the night. That means, y'all, that means, y'all, there's a time limit to the suffering. And I got to remind myself, Pleasant Grove, there's a time limit for this. The bottom of verse number five says, joy 
comes in the morning. The reason why David gave this analogy of night and morning is because for a sick person in their mortal illness, there's nothing so painful, nothing so long than a sleepless night. I'm talking to the men right now because uh, men, we don't want to admit when we're sick. We want to act like we're so strong. We want to act like it didn't bother us. But let you get a good head cold. You down for a good week and a half. <laughs> and when we're sick, we take the medication, and we say, I just need this medication to kick in tonight so I can be all right in the morning. Because when morning comes, the sick person truly believes if I can just make it to the morning. I don't care what the doctor said, if I can just make it to the morning. I know this chemo going to work out on my behalf. I just got to wait, wait till the morning. I, I know the check going to come. I got to wait till the morning. What is ahead of me is better than what is behind me. Preach Whipple. Huh? It's a good morning huh? because y'all know what's in front of me huh? is better than what's behind me. Huh? Here it is, y'all. What this text is telling us today uh, that for David, the reason why uh, he can say good morning uh, is because he is a recipient uh, of an answered prayer. Huh? See, I find hope in knowing uh, there's a blessedness uh, in having uh, an answered prayer. Uh, it comes after I wake up uh, from my situation uh, and then I get up uh, from my pain uh, and I got to move on uh, into a new season. Uh, good morning, y'all. Uh, may the Lord God uh, bless you real good. Uh, I won't be in yesterday's state of mind uh, anymore. Uh, time to move into uh, something better. Uh, and here's your last blessing on the day. Uh, and I'll see y'all next time. Uh, if there is a morning, then there must be an afternoon. And if there is an afternoon, there must be an evening. And if there is an evening, then there got to be another morning. And if there is a morning, there will be another afternoon. If there is an afternoon, there got to be an evening. What you mean, Pastor? I told y'all, if there is a morning, there must be an afternoon. If there is an afternoon, there must be an evening. If there is an evening, there will be another morning. One more time for my note takers. If there is a morning, there must be an afternoon. If there is an afternoon, there must be an evening. If there is an evening, there must be another morning. What you mean, Pastor? All this means is, baby, if you messed up on yesterday, God gives you another chance to get it right. Just keep on waiting and recognize when God put you in a position to move on. Just put one foot in front of the other and move on in the name of Jesus. And since your past is behind you, leave it there. If folk don't love you, God don't love you anyway. Because I'm moving on. Ain't nothing stopping me now. Because I got joy. Lean back and tell your neighbor I got joy. Don't forget that part. Verse 5 said, joy comes in the morning. I'm so glad sadness will not win regret will not win depression will not win cause when morning comes I got joy y'all do me a favor slap by with two people and shout joy is coming joy is coming joy is coming I don't care what the devil tried to do to hold you back I got enough faith in my pinky toe to know joy comes in the morning is there any
anybody in the house today who can declare the only reason while I'm still here because it gave me joy joy in my sorrow joy in my illness joy when I was unemployed this joy that I have the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away come on brother Derek let's ride is there anybody in the house today who came to Pleasant Grove who can declare I get joy when I think about what is done for me when you get joy pastor when they hung him high and they stretched him wide he hung his head and for me he died but is there anybody in the house today who can thank God that's not how my story gonna end cause three days later he got up he got up he got up with all power in his hands. I feel like preaching. Is there anybody in the Pleasant Grove Church who can declare he hasn't left me yet? He hasn't left me yet. He hasn't left me yet. Way back at me and shout good morning. Good morning, cause God is good all by himself. Way back at me and shout good morning because the devil is defeated and God be glorified can I preach it like I feel it won't you grab you a neighbor by the hand get your one good neighbor by the hand and you shake it and rock it you rock it and shake it you shake it and rock it rock it and shake it shake off anxiety shake off depression shake off defeat shake off illness Shake it and rock it, rock it and shake it. Shake off every attack of the enemy. Shake it and rock it, rock it and shake it. And look at your neighbor, dead in the eye, and show neighbor, good morning. And release that hand and give God. And give God. And give God the best praise that you got sound good morning yeah stand with me stand with me stand with me stand with me for the last time in this Sunday morning service tell your neighbor neighbor good morning clap your hands right here clap your hands right here Stand with me, stand with me. And hear me well, hear me well. As you stand, as you stand, I'm talking to the folk who got arthritis. As you stand, I'm talking to the folk who got kings and walkers. As you stand, you stand with a testimony that God is still a healer. Thank you for listening. It is our prayer that this message will enlighten and empower you to do the will of God. If you have a prayer request or praise report or like additional information on Pleasant Grove Church or other recorded messages, come visit us in person or write to us at Pleasant Grove Church, Post Office Box 3603, Cary, North Carolina, 27519, or call us at 919-363-5198, or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. 
thank you again 